0: Hey family, welcome back to another episode of Mommy Matrimony. It was a long weekend for me and my family, as it is birthday season in our households. That means <clears throat> my firstborn has a birthday one week, which was the end of um, August. Then I had a birthday the following week, and then my husband's birthday is this week. Um, my third child right now... His birthday is coming in the next two weeks, so it's been crazy, Um, but I have a new topic for you. Um, Coming off the holiday season, I know I'm a day late from my Monday postings. However, I'm back. I had a restful holiday. I had a great time just being with my family, but I want to get into this topic because it is a question that my husband and I get a lot. And I'm going to speak from the perspective of a woman, a wife, um, and a a mom, right? So the question is, does having a baby change your relationship? Does it change your marriage? Does it change the dynamics between you and your spouse or your partner? Short answer, yes, if you allow it to. Um... (laughs) there are so many factors that go into play with this one um and specifically speaking if your foundation isn't strong like solid you know before having kids um it's likely to shift it a bit i mean in any way it will shift it but it can definitely change your world upside down to the point where your relationship is completely shattered. I mean, completely. Um, personally speaking, you know, we went through that um, before really solidifying our base. And the thing is that we thought that we had we had a solid base in our relationship. Um, and I think we were pretty solid for the most part. But when you're not intentional in you know, giving life to your marriage or your relationship, whatever it is you want to call, you know, your, your situation. Um, when you're not intentional, things can definitely take a turn for the worse. Intentional means actively scheduling, making time for breathing life into your relationship. So that means date nights. That means time alone outside of the kids. That means it doesn't necessarily have to be a date night either. It can just be whatever it is that you guys used to do before kids got into the picture. Um, And even exploring new things because kids definitely kind of open your eyes to new things. New things that you want to do. New things that... Um, You didn't think that you liked before, but now you're like, oh my gosh, this is so me, right? Um, Let me give you a visual. So imagine, imagine you're sitting on the couch with your spouse, your partner, and you two are snuggled up on the couch, right? (laughs) Imagine putting a pillow in between you. That pillow, let's just use our imaginations, will represent one child. One child. Imagine if child number two comes along. So imagine now two pillows are in between you two. You're trying to get comfy. You're trying to get close. It's a little bit uncomfortable because the two pillows are in between you, right? Imagine child number three comes and yet another pillow is placed in between you and that's going to be hard for you guys to connect even physically cuz phys- physical touch is a huge part of connecting without necessarily conversing um so even that connection is taken away right if you're not intentional on in making time cuz kids their concept of time is not present at all we as parents have to regulate those things and if we are not telling them hey it's mommy daddy time if you guys you know and this is how I if you guys want your your mommy and daddy stay together (laughs) you're gonna have to give us some time alone and it doesn't have to be anything like x-rated like at all it's just time together where you are touching you're enjoying space you're breathing the same air I don't know like you know kiki stuff that y'all do when you're dating I don't know but you have to make it you know feel like home you know when you have that person and it feels like home it feels like yes this is the spot I don't want to leave a lot of the times as parents we get caught up in the chaos that children do come with the needs that they have um are are very loud right so as you know being i'm gonna speak to the marrieds because i don't want to keep using a ton of um adjectives but for those of us who are in relationships we both have needs, right? Um, but when our when our focus is shifted to the needs of the children, because their needs are so loud, because their needs are so like, mommy, I need this, daddy, I need this, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy. Because of all of that, we're more prone to satisfy that thing that is loudest, just so that we're not as annoyed. Whereas the spouse's and your partner's needs, and even your own goes quietly and sinks quietly inside and then goes dormant right that need is still there um but it's not being fulfilled and it (sighs) you might not notice it at first but you begin to realize after years something is missing i'm not happy i'm not feeling fulfilled i don't know what's going on i don't know why i feel like i'm falling out of love i don't know like there's so many question marks but that starts there a lot of the times like we neglect ourselves we neg- as moms especially whenever we get <laughs> like for me if i get some birthday money I'm buying clothes for my kids and they have enough clothes and I'm sitting here struggling, looking like, I don't know. I I just, I don't know what that is. And it's just our innate nature to just take care of them first. But when you have self neglect or neglect of the needs of your partner, you begin to slowly chip away at that fire. And it kind of douses that fire that has you like living life like fervently right we have to as moms take a spa day once a week not once a week that's a bit much let me not say that it could be once a month let's do a spa day all right let's do a spa day once a month um get your nails done every four weeks or so we can do gel manicures it can stay a good four weeks three four right Um, Let's be sure to do that. Let's make sure we get our hair done as frequently as we need to. But let's make sure we make that time. Put it on the calendar as if you would put, um, you know, a work meeting. Any other meeting that you would schedule, schedule that for yourself. Even if this is your first child and you're pregnant and the child hasn't come yet, make sure. (laughs) Tip, huge tip for new moms. Make sure... You schedule time to get your nails done, get the mani and pedi, get a massage, get a facial. Something that is fueling self-love. Make sure you put that on the schedule. Back to the relationship aspect. Also, that has to go on the calendar. Um, My husband and I, we have to (laughs) intentionally schedule time to just even talk about our future even do like future planning what we want out of life what goals we have what we want to set and make a plan to execute by let's say two weeks time this needs to be done and we come back and say did you meet your goal did did I fulfill this for you did you feel like you know you have a little bit more life or vibe into our relationship?" You know, you have to do those temperature checks every week. It's necessary and it doesn't take long. A good hour or two is good, especially for our men, right? Anything past an hour for a lot of men, they zone out, (laughs) like completely zone out. So let's try women to condense things to an hour or... A half hour 45 minutes so it gives us time to have a buffer to speak and do whatever else that we like to do um let's let's start to schedule those things and not be you know the the dominating ones doing it and let's say you you check in and say hey is this good for you is it good if we met about this like how do you feel about that right like Kind of taking stock in each other's perspectives on a matter, kind of giving the floor to your partner, kind of brings back the life, right? And, and kids are not allowed in those sessions. They have to be in bed. They have to be with um, another caretaker. Kids are not allowed with mommy and daddy schedule time whatever it is you guys can be laying in bed staring at the ceiling together holding hands and meditating kids are not allowed you have to stick to that rule for this thing to begin to revive kids definitely do change the dynamics of a relationship like it's imperative though that you are you know pretty stringent that you you know and especially and here's another factor let me get to that too so forgive me if i'm all over the place but these things are just coming to me um but here's another factor you know when we have kids and their needs come first and foremost and let's say your husband thinks that you favor the baby of the family The most right, and you are tending to his needs, you're tending to their needs, and it can breed a level of resentment, as crazy as it may sound, because it's his kid, too. It can breed some resentment, and it would almost cause your spouse to assert their authority over the kid. Because it's, it's, I feel, this is my perspective. I'm not a, you know, expert, but this is what I think. I feel like it's a, you know, trying to take territory back kind of thing. Intrinsically, but also, I don't know. It just feels like, pay attention to me too. Pay attention to the fact that I have needs too. You just always, that's just me. It may not be true. And I don't think I'll ask, but... You know, maybe one day, I don't know, but I just feel like we have to be mindful and it's not to say, oh, I'm not your mom. I'm his mom. No, but you did take a vow that you also would cater to his needs, right? Um, And that still stands because when the kids are all grown up, taken care of, mom did her, her best and they're gone off out of, out of your house. And it's just you and Hubby left, you don't want the awkward silence. That's why a lot of, you know, couples divorce after their kids graduate from high school or the last one graduates. Because it's like we don't we've grown out of connecting. We don't connect on anything. And you change so much in the span of 18 to even 30 years. Can you imagine not having alone time? Because you're so focused on the kids that you are just a roommate to your spouse. You have to find things to connect on. You have to find fun again. You have to date while you're trying to raise kids. Because you both are in the same lifeboat. Keep that in mind. You both have the same goals. which is to raise your kids healthily. Help them to be the best versions of themselves that they can be. But you have to do it as a team. And as a team, you have to put your, your what is it called? The oxygen mask on first. <laughs> you have to put your oxygen mask on first to get your own strength and revitalization before helping those who you are pouring into, which are your kids. So guys, please, here's a challenge for this week. Schedule some time to one, pamper yourself and schedule another time on the following week for you and your partner to have uninterrupted time together without the kids, without worrying about, you know, mommy feed me, diaper changes, any of, any of that. Leave it at the door and go about your business together. And find that spark again. Until next time, I will see you guys next week Monday at 8 p.m. Bye.